Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be with you again. What a blessing it is to be able to be here each day on this program and open up God's Word and study with all of our listeners. We're so thankful that you're there. and We hear from many of you, and we appreciate that so much. Many in the Omaha area actually come and visit with us and worship with us, and we get to know them better. We hear from many others who are listening to the program in other areas as they contact us by email or telephone or snail mail and, uh, or through the internet, our website. We appreciate so much hearing from each one, and we're thankful that you're there. Now, I know that many listen to the program on a daily basis because we've heard from many of you, or at least close to daily. And then there are others who listen frequently as your schedule permits, and others maybe less frequently, but still pretty continually. And then there are always new listeners. We're thankful for every single one of you. If you're listening for the very first time, we're thankful you're there. You are an encouragement to us. And we pray that our time on this program, Search the Scriptures, will be an, an, an encouragement to you. Now, hopefully and prayerfully, if you're listening for the first time, and hopefully and prayerfully, all of our other listeners who have been listening for some time have, 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 will come to the understanding, and those who have been listening have already done so, that what we do in this program is very straightforward. We get into God's Word. We dig deep. We search beneath the surface. We look at it in depth and in detail. And we try to explain it in a way that is easy to understand and that makes sense for your personal life. We try to help you learn how to come to God for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in Christ as your Lord and Savior and God's Son, and surrendering to Him in baptism for the remission of your sins, and beginning to walk that reborn life, that new life in Christ, pointed toward heaven. Oh yes, we want to help you get there. God wants you to be there with Him. That's why He sent Christ into this world. Don't turn your back on that wonderful blessing. Learn how to come to God through Christ. Our prayers are with you and they're for you. Great to be back with you today, brother. Dwayne Kennedy. Thank you, Gary. It's good to be back on the program with you and uh, with our listeners. We are concerned about you. We are happy each time you tune in to listen to us. And we are grateful that you are studying the Bible again with us. And we hope that you are doing that in other ways taking advantage of the internet and our website at churchofchrist.com, www.churchofchrist.com, and all the ways that you can learn from that website, as well as taking advantage of our free correspondence course and our CDs. Welcome to the program. Yes, and you know, Dwayne, on that website, there are many of the radio programs, I say many of them, they go back for a period of time. So if somebody misses a program, they can go back and listen to it. Or if somebody listens to a program and they want to pick something up, maybe they didn't catch something or they want to hear it again, they can go back and download that program and listen to it again. Right. And that's all free, isn't it? It is. All of the, the resources on the website are free. And there are many sermons posted on that website that people can sure. download and listen to. And there are many 
spiritually oriented articles of all kinds of Bible topics that are posted on that website that people can pull up and download and read and use to help them study God's Word more fully. That's right, Gary. And again, it's all free. Now, you can also receive a free Bible study that we offer every day in the program. We'll tell you how to contact us at the end of the program today. That Bible study is very basic. It will help you come to understand how you can come to God for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. And it'll teach you about the church. It'll teach you about worship. It'll teach after you become a Christian. It'll teach you how to live that faithful Christian life on a daily basis. And all of that is free. You can also receive a copy of today's program or any of the programs on Search the Scriptures for free. And all of these materials, when we say free, we mean exactly that. We'll even take care of the postage. That's right. So I have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready, and at the end of the program, we'll tell you how to contact us. Dwayne, we're going to finish this study that we've been in over the last several programs, asking the question, can the devil make you sin? What's the answer? No. He cannot. Absolutely not. Now, that's not saying that the devil is not powerful. Right. That he does not have influence. That he is just an imagination. The devil's real. Yes. And he has power. He has power to tempt us, but he does not have the power to make us sin. We make that choice ourselves. Yes. We choose whether we will succumb to the temptations or not. Right. The choice is ours. Now, choices bear consequences, don't they? They do. And uh, a lot of times we don't like that. We want to be able to make a bad choice without bearing any responsibility or consequence for right. it. Right. And hopefully one thing that we've been able to get across in this particular study, Dwayne, is that we are responsible for our choices. That's right. And that we will give an account of it before God if we make bad choices. Yes, we will. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10 tells us that we shall all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That's right. And give account for the things that we have done in this life. That's both right. Both good and bad. Done in the body, whether good or bad. Yes, yes. So, again... I know, and we've made this point, that, that we have developed a mentality in our present-day culture of victimization right. where nobody is really responsible for what they do. Now, we might say in some rare cases, and I'm not exaggerating much, we have exonerated just about everybody in our, in our rationalizing away responsibility. Right. In some rare cases... We might say, well, that person really, they, they really deserve to be punished. They really, they're responsible. But I mean, you know, we're victims of society. We're victims of culture. We're victims of the time. We're victims of, of our parents' poor upbringing. We're victims of poor education. We're victims of prejudice. We're victims of somebody treating us badly. Here's we're a, responsible. Here's a frequently used one. We're victims of somebody making us mad. Oh, he shouldn't have made me mad. That's why I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, she should have treated me better. He yeah. should have done right by me. You know, no. Your choices, your actions 
are by your choices right. and you're responsible for those. You can't blame anybody, anybody or anything for your sin. It's your sin. You own it. Now, that needs to come clear in this particular study. The devil is our enemy. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, he's like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. That's right. He's not nice. He's not inconsequential. He is your deadliest enemy, and sin is your biggest problem. Your biggest problem. If we could overcome sin in the world then the wars would cease. He is seeking your condemnation. Yes. Crime would not exist. Now just imagine that. Right. When man sinned in the beginning, everything changed. Everything changed. And so much of what we experience on the negative side of life today is a consequence of sin. That's right. Pain and suffering would not exist if it weren't for sin. Just amazing. Now, God is the opposite of the devil. The devil is absolutely evil. God is absolutely pure and righteous. Right. The devil wants your destruction. God wants your salvation. The devil cannot make you sin. He cannot make you be destroyed. He tempts you into sinning. You make the choice to give in. God wants you to be saved. He wants you to have eternal life. But he will not make you be saved. Right. The choice is yours. Jesus issued the great invitation in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 when he said, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But he did not say, I'm going to make you come to me. That's right. The That's the choice as well. That, the choice is ours. The choice is ours. You have to decide. God created you with free will. But once again, choices bear consequences. Amen. And your choices, your choices will bring consequences in your life. God has made the way for you to be redeemed. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. First Peter chapter three, or Second Peter chapter three and verse nine. But again, you have to make up your mind. He sent his son to the cross to die thereon, to pay the price for the guilt of your sins. Second Corinthians five and verse twenty one, Hebrews chapter nine and verse twenty eight. But that act of sacrifice that blessing by God's grace is only effective if you choose to follow your Savior. That's right. We are participants in our own salvation. God's not just going to save us out of the air. Yes. And again, Dwayne, as you have said, he did not send Jesus as our Savior to save us in our sins. Right. He sent Jesus to save us from our sins. Right. Now, Dwayne, let's look at Romans chapter 7. And how about reading verses 24 and 25? All right. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? 
I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. We should clearly see and easily recognize the contrast between following God and following the devil. Paul describes here in Romans chapter 7 a, an ongoing battle that is waged within each of our lives. Right. Yeah, I think probably a lot of our listeners can relate to it. I know I can. And he talks about, Paul talks about how he is living in the flesh and yet he wants to live the spiritual life. And he says, as you go back and begin reading it about verse 13, we just kind of zeroed in toward the end of the text here. He talks about how he wants to do certain things. He wants to live the righteous life. And he finds himself at times not doing what he wants to do. That's right. Giving in to sin. There are things that he wants to abstain from, to stay away from. And at times he finds himself weakening and giving in to those things. We're all there. Right. We all fight that, that battle. That's the devil waging his war for our souls. But at the same time, we've got our Savior. He's fighting on the right side. And he is giving us the opportunity to walk with him and turn away from the devil. You know, Gary, once I... Uh shared this passage with someone and they looked at it as Apostle Paul giving us permission and or setting an example that we can continue in sin and that we won't be able to escape it. But I very quickly turned to verse 8 or asked him to look at verse 8 and read it and it says, or chapter 8 and verse 1, I'm sorry, there is Therefore, now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And again, the point is emphasized, although Paul talks about his struggle in this passage, we are not to continue in sin. Yes. And we emphasize that on this program both last week and we will continue to do that in today's lesson. And, and we do that continually. Yes. On the program. Yeah. If we want... To, to escape the condemnation that the devil wants to lead us into, we've got to walk with Christ. We've That's got to right. be in Christ. And as you pointed out in verse 1 of chapter 8, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Right. But see, the, the, the identifier there, or the qualifier is, who walk by the Spirit, not by the flesh. Exactly. We cannot follow the devil. We cannot live in sin and walk with God and Christ faithfully at the same time. We cannot do it. But when we're seeing this struggle in our lives and we say, I, I want to stop. I want to quit. I want to walk with God. I want to stop the sinfulness. I want to change my life. Well, that's what Paul's saying here. He's saying, how? Who will deliver me from this body of death? And then I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. He, he gives us the victory. That's right. But we've got to accept the victory. We've got to walk that victor's path. Yes. And that's the straight and narrow that Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. The way of truth that leads to life. We've got to walk that path. Amen. 
Now, the devil's the author of sin. Christ offers us victory over the devil and thereby escape from the condemnation of sin. Something of a parallel of this thought is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 toward the end of that particular chapter. What does verse 57 say? But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. What does the next verse say? Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Christ offers us victory. So the next verse says, so live the life of faithfulness and obedience to Christ. That's what it teaches, amen. Yes, and God's not going to leave you alone. I know there are a lot of people who think, I, I, can't, I can't live that life. I, I, I can't stay faithful. Can't do it by myself. Yeah, I can't stay out of sin. God will help you. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Now that verse does not say that God will not let you be tempted. Right. He says he will, it says he will not let you be tempted with a temptation that is so powerful that you cannot say no to that temptation with God's help. Right. And right in the middle of that verse, really neat and encouraging, is the statement, God is faithful. That's right. He is faithful to us. That's right. He is. We need to latch on to that, to that and walk faithfully to him. That's right. In Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 27, what do we read? Nor give place to the devil. Short, succinct, and so profound. Each one of us, you my friend, listening today, need to make up your mind to not let the devil have a place in your life. Don't play with sin. Right. Don't toe the line when, that, when he throws those temptations at you. Walk away from it. Don't see how close you can get to the fire without being burned. Run away from the fire. That's right. Do not accommodate. Do not facilitate. Do not engage. Yes, yes. You know, all of those. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look again at 1 John chapter 3 and verse 7. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. If you want to be righteous, you've got to live the righteous life. Now that's in actuality, not in feeling, not verbally. You've got to live that life. And that's a life that you have to live in obedience to the teachings of God communicated to us in his word. You've got to put yourself to that task. You've got to know what God's word says before you can live by those teachings. Amen. You've got to live the life. And if you're not, then it's obvious what kind of life you're living, whose lead you're following, not God's, not a godly life. In James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, 
and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So draw near to God. Walk with God. And the devil won't have a place in your life. Now remember, Paul said, don't give place to the devil. Don't give the devil a place in your life. How do you do that? You walk with God. Right. Because God and the devil cannot harmoniously coexist within the life of the same individual. So if you are walking with God in faithful obedience, the devil doesn't have a place in your life. Remember what it says there in verse 7 of James chapter 4. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You do that by walking with God. You need to understand. You've got to make up your mind. You've got to make the choice. And you've got to follow through actively in that choice. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. That's an encouraging verse, isn't it? That's right. God is greater. God is greater. And we need to walk with God. God will deliver us. And if God is in us, so is our ability to overcome the devil. Through God's power. That's right. And strength. And look at one more in 2 Peter, Dwayne. 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. 2 Peter 2 and verse 9. Another encouraging passage for us. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. So there's no mystery as to whether or not God can deliver us from the temptations of the devil. There's no wondering whether God can actually give us eternal life. He can. And there in that particular verse is the assurance again that the Lord knows how to deliver the godly from temptation. And that God is faithful to us. And God is faithful. Again, God is faithful. And that should be a tremendous encouragement to you. We do hope that this study has made a positive difference in your life. We hope that it has caused you to think, perhaps even to really stir up your conscience. If you need to make changes, make those changes. Contact us. We'll tell you how in just a moment. Ask for that free Bible study, and you can learn right from God's Word how you can overcome the devil, how you can turn away from sin, how you can be forgiven, how you can be redeemed through Christ, how you can be saved, how you can be assured of eternal life with God in Christ in heaven. The offer is to you. It's right there in God's word. We'd like to help you find it and realize how you can respond and make the promise yours. Won't you contact us right away? 